Welcome to You Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people, programs, projects, and activities here in the district. The show is produced by my dedicated team of student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Brianna Meza and Emily Martin. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome back the theater director at Ranch Mirage High School, Kelly Newhouse. Welcome back. Hello, thank you. It's so good to hear your voice. And one of these days I'll be able to see you in person sooner rather than later, I hope. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're semi back to normal, but I think it's going to be just a little bit longer until we're able to feel comfortable squeezing into a little studio. So, yeah, so that's why we're continuing to do this remote for a little bit. But um, it's good to talk to you. And for those who don't know you, please tell us how long you've been at Ranch Raj High and where you came from. Um, so I have been at Rancho Mir Mirage High School since its beginning nine years ago. I hail from further south in the Imperial Valley. I worked for the Central Union High School District previous to this. I can't believe it's been nine years already. Crazy. I know. Really crazy. But you've certainly um, accomplished a whole bunch in these past nine years and we're glad to have you as part of the palm springs unified family and so before too much time passes we have you on today on october 17th because you do have an event coming uh you know barring any unforeseen circumstances on october 27th and that's called fright night tell us about that so fright night um, actually harkens back to the very first year of Rancho Mirage High School. The, it is a Halloween themed variety show. So it was our first semester of our first year and the performing arts department, we were so excited to be here and to have access to such a great facility and everything that we wanted to do a show. And it was it was a lot of fun so we got together and it's everybody the uh theater department is do, uh, hosting performances the dance uh dance classes and the dance team will be performing the choir performs our band will be performing it's the entire performing arts department and we all come together and put on a show and it was the very first show we put on in our theater that's so cool. So you've been doing this for nine years then since the school opened? Uh, yes, we have, with the exception of, of the year that shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> so we, we were not able to make it happen um, last year uh, because, you know, the world came screeching to a halt. Right. Uh, but every, every other year, yes we have we have had a performance and it has evolved and one year it was the kids wrote their own musical 
and it was more a musical type format, but everybody still participated. So it was just a little bit different format, but uh, so we tried that for a year and it was fun and we had a good time, but we think we liked the variety show aspect of it um, a little better. And so we've gone back to that format. So basically all the groups decide what they want to do, right? I mean, it's it's not necessarily, I'm sure there's some kind of, uh, ho, ho, um, oh my God, Halloween <laughs> theme. <laughs> Don't get old, Kelly. Um, I'm, I'm sure there must be some kind of Halloween spooky kind of theme. But other than that, like each of the performing arts groups Right. Correct. And, and that's all it has ever been. It's just Halloween themed. And sometimes, you know, different groups might, you know, have a theme themselves. Um, so for example, the last, uh, for the 2019 version, the performing arts kids decided they want to do like, you know, Area 51 and aliens and stuff like that. So every skit, everything they did um, had a had an alien invasion-esque type theme. Um, but that's not necessary. That's just what they chose to do that year. Um, and it was just for their kids. So the, the only restriction is that we want it to be Halloween themed. And Beyond that, it's whatever makes you happy. It can be something funny. It can be something scary. It can be, you know, well-known. It can be a creative piece uh, or an original composition. The only restriction is it's got to be Halloween themed. And we do, um, we do try to keep it, um, PG 13 ish. I mean, we want to make sure it's family friendly. Great. And so speaking of that, like, how do people get tickets? How much are they? And um, are they, is this in the black box or is this in the big theater? Oh, no, this is, this is in the HG pack, which stands for okay. Helene Galen Performing Arts Center. Um, tickets will be $5. Um, they will be available online. They are not currently because we are in the process of setting up a new ticketing system. Um, so keep checking our website and tickets will be available. They're $5 each. However, comma, um, because of precautions and, and COVID restrictions and stuff like that, we can only offer 300 tickets, which that was my question. Yeah. I was going to ask you what kind of protocols were in place. So, right. So right now our protocols are number one, we are only opening up tickets for half of our seating capacity. So that's $600, uh, $600. <laughs> <laughs> so 300 tickets are all that's going to be available. We have every other seat kind of roped off. Um, we will encourage people to socially distance while they are seating. Uh, sitting, but we're also going to allow families to to sit together and and things like that. Um, so that's that's the only restrictions we have so far. How about masks? Do do people who come have to wear masks? Um, yes, per okay. per our district policy, um, everybody in the audience will be required 
to wear a mask um, because our school district requires everyone to wear masks inside buildings regardless of vaccination status. Right. Um, so we will we will be enforcing and, and requesting that as well. And just for anybody who you know is upset with us about that, we need to remind you that that's a state rule. It's not it's not the district's role. And quite honestly, I, sitting where I sit, I'm glad it's not the district call on that because it, <laughs> it's just so all over the place about how people feel about it. Yeah. But um, I, I'm with you. Yeah, it's it's tough. You know, it's tough. And I, I honestly, Kelly, I I'm in an office where I'm by myself most of the day, and I can close my door, and I don't have to wear a mask all day every day. And I really do feel for the kids and the teachers that that do. It's really tough. Um, it's, so. it's it's tough, but not insurmountable. I mean, you know, given given your options and, you know, if, if people are having a particularly tough day, I know many of our teachers here at Rancho will, especially now that the weather's getting nice, will allow people to, you know, let's go meet outdoors for today. Um, but it's not, it's not an insurmountable. It's, it's a nuisance. I wish I didn't yeah. have to, but you know, considering what the alternatives might be, I am happy, happy, happy to do it. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about that because you and I talked last spring and it was, it was right before I think we were going to um, start bringing kids back into a hybrid program. But, you know, we know how that went. I mean, there was such a small number of right. kids who came back and even even when they did, it was two mornings a week. So it wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot. And, and you and I were talking about, you know, how challenging it was for, you know, a full year because it started in the spring of 2020 and, and is, you know, went on all last school year. Uh -huh. um, and so you guys actually turned that into a production um, that I was moved by. And I'm sure, and, and I'll tell you the truth, your introduction, I think, moved me as much, if not more, than some of the other parts of it. Um, it tell us about that and what it is and how people can access it, if they still can. They, they, actually, they absolutely still can because it's, it's a, um, it was an original production, so there's no copyrights, there's no performance rights. Um, it's called Voices of RMHS, and uh, it was linked to the school website. I'm not sure if it is anymore. Um, I can request, I will make sure it's on my website and request the uh, a link to my school website for it. It is a compilation of poems and essays and music. And it, it was just the students and a couple of teachers, um, myself and uh, Natasha Behrens, just writing and, and talking about the their experiences during the pandemic. I, um, it was not my, 
you know, completely original idea. I actually saw it um, as when I was researching scripts for something to do in the spring um, and be able to do it distancely, distanced. Um, and I saw this idea and I really liked it, but I didn't necessarily want our students to be reciting somebody else's emotions. Mm -hmm. So I, I talked to my fellow teachers. I talked to my performing arts uh, people. I have my little, you know, my team and talked to them about it. And then I put it out to the, to the staff uh, to say, look, here, if you want to participate in this, you can. Um, I got quite, I got a lot of support from our English department. Uh, shout out to them. They, you know, many of them chose to have it be um, either as an assignment outright or they offered it as, you know, an extra credit assignment, which was awesome. And then they, in the process of grading and, um, you know, looking at their submissions, they sent me what they felt was their best. And then we, I, we got it and I put it together and went, wow, this is really cool and put it out there and I, I feel <laughs> I think it was actually pretty successful and I'm just very pleased because it was our students talking about their experiences and what they did during and how the how the pandemic and the lockdown in particular um, affected them and I made sure that they all knew. I said, it doesn't have to be a, a sad or negative thing. Many of the submissions we got were talking about how they, some, some of our students absolutely flourished during the lockdown. A lot didn't, right. but there was, there, there was a significant number, I think, of students who thrived um, in the, in the lockdown, in the distance learning setting. Um, and I think, I think student numbers and things like that, of, of late have borne that, borne that out. The vast majority like to be on campus. They're happy to be back on campus. We're all happy to be back on campus. Um, which is not to say that everything is all, you know, sunshine and lollipops. Um, but it's, it's nice to have kids back on campus. I will be one of the very first to say that. Yeah. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to our podcast, you learn something new every day. And my guest is Kelly Newhouse, who is the theater director at Mirage High School. Um, you know, what I think everybody agrees that having students back on campus is the best thing um, in the world and anything else we can adjust to, like you said. I mean, it was really nice to hear you say, yeah, we don't like the mask, but it's an inconvenience and it's a, you know, what, what you, you didn't say inconvenience, you said a nuisance. I, I don't remember what word you used, but, but whatever it was, 
<laughs> it wasn't like it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it, it's not. And yeah. particularly for, I mean, it was hard for all teachers. Don't get me wrong, but the the VAPA, the the Visual and Performing Arts Department, our uh, CTE Career Technical Education Departments, I think were particularly hard hit because so much of what we do is hands-on right and and so we're especially glad to be back because i can teach kids to build again and we can do shows and things in person again and we're just so, happy well did the students have to have to wear masks on stage or because they're distant they don't um i am still researching um what the best option is going to be for that all rehearsals and and things of that nature obviously they are wearing masks but we have uh plexiglass shields that we might be able to use um i'm kind of taking a, a lot of my direction from our athletic department as well right uh, and you know i'm just trying to make sure that everybody is having the best experience they possibly can but i also want to make sure that everybody stays safe right. so um rehearsals definitely will have a mask the performances um the jury is still out i i think a lot of that will be if i'm able to make sure that the students are distanced and that the audience itself is not within you know x number of feet uh, to the stage i think we should be able to have at least the the spoken word performers be without a mask i know that uh the band is likely to be performing wearing their masks and also having their bell covers um and i know that the choir has their special uh, choir masks that they are wearing um so i will do what's best and i will i will do what i'm directed to do and i i'm not trying to be evasive for those who are listening it's just that a lot of this information changes <laughs> like every day yeah it's daily and so you know i might say yes we're going to you know or no we're not going to wear masks to perform in and then you know, the next day it will be, oh no, if you're inside, even if you're on stage, you have to be wearing a mask. Um, as an absolute plan, you know, and as always, I have a plan B, I have a plan C. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm talking to my team and I'm saying, okay, guys, you know, be, be advised that at the last moment, we may have to move this whole kit and caboodle outside. Um, so that would be fun, uh, but doable. We, we have a small outside uh, stage. We have plenty of room for everybody to be able to perform and spread out and see uh, because we have a great tech program here. We can make sure everybody still gets lit and you know has lights and, and audio as needed. Um, so I'm, I'm well, being 
middle, but it's because the information changes so quickly. I might not be able to actually know what I'm going to be allowed to do until the day of the performance. Right. I, I totally understood, but it's great that you have a, a plan B and a plan C because you're going to, your attitude is this show will go on and we'll figure it out. So oh, absolutely. Really great. And, you know, we're, you know, we're recording a little bit in advance here. Um, things are encouraging. The numbers are going down because for the first couple of weeks of school, the number of cases in our schools was rising and which for students who were exposed was also rising. But thankfully, it seems to be stabilizing. So, you know, we hope that keeps up and maybe by second semester, things will really be better. Yeah, that would be awesome. And you're knocking on wood while you're saying these things, right? Exactly. Well, I'm probably knocking on fake wood. Because <laughs> I don't think you bought me real wood from my desk. I think this is <laughs> But I'm knocking on it for sure, for sure. Awesome. So, so I, I don't want to um, lose sight of something else that I don't even think I can pronounce. But I will give it a shot. And that is your December show, Desdemona in the yes. Afterlife? Correct. Desdemona in the Afterlife. It is a, uh, a short play, and um, it's based on Shakespearean, female Shakespearean characters. So Desdemona, who is from Othello, and Juliet, and... Uh, Ophelia from Hamlet, Lady Macbeth uh, from the Scottish play. I'm not actually sitting in the theater, so I can say that word without um, any fear. And it's essentially <laughs> they're, they're hanging out in purgatory talking about, you know, and reflecting on their life choices that they made. And it's quite intriguing. And I'm, I'm really excited to be able to put that one that one on as well. It is um, a completely female cast, which, you know, in the performing arts, you never know if you're going to have males of it at all. <laughs> so I kind of lean toward that one since it had been uh, some time since we had had an actual play. Um, but it's, it's going to be very, it's intriguing. And it really makes you think about you know how how the choices you make can impact pretty much the whole rest of your life you know when you i did i didn't think i heard of the show but then when you were describing it I think I yeah it's it's been done i don't know if it's been done locally but it's it's been around and it's been done um, like I said, it's only going to be about 80 minutes long, so it's not a huge time commitment, but it will be, um, it'll be intriguing. That's the best word I have to describe it, is intriguing, because um, it's, yeah. <laughs> and, well, it means it, it, and is this also going to be in the playing game and performing arts? That's, that is the... That's the current plan. Okay. So that's and, 
plan. It can be, it might be there. If necessary, we can move it to the black box. And also, again, my plan, you know, I always have a plan to move it outside should we need to. Excellent. Have you thought about the plan yet? You have a musical plan or is that too far oh, out? Absolutely, we have a musical plan. <laughs> I can't, until somebody tells me I can't do my season, my season is rolling. Oh, um, what do you, can you share? So uh, the spring musical is called Head Over Heels. And it's what's referred to as a jukebox musical. It will be using um, the music from the Go-Go's, which is that fabulous girl band from the 80s. But it's based on a Greek story that, who's, that the name escapes me off the top of my head. But it's, you know, fairly traditionally Greek. There's going to be, you know, misdirection and people flying off the handles, but not inappropriately for a school setting. But <laughs> inappropriately for the uh for the situation that they are in um parents and children and siblings and romance and and all of that will be present and really cool music <laughs> and so is it all the go-go songs or is there other there are other songs like from that time period no it will be the songs are all go-go's it's all go-go so songs very cool. That will make me feel cool. So, and for those who might be doing a head search and head start and maybe doing a little research, um, please be advised that the uh, we will be doing the high school version of Head Over Heels um, because in the full version there are a couple of scenes that are not appropriate for the high school setting. Um, so please don't look at the uh, original, watch an original version and go, oh my gosh, how can they do that in a high school? We're doing the high school edition. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. Somebody will. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I've been, been teaching a few years. Ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I tell you you're awesome. And, um, I want to remind everybody that Pride Night is October 27th, and by the time this airs, I think the website will probably be up and running, and you can purchase your tickets at hgpac.org, and they're $5, and you should get them as soon as possible because we're going to only be at half capacity in order to keep everybody safe. Right. So once once the tickets are available online, I, it is strongly urged that you buy them online ahead of time, because if you wait for the uh, day of the performance, I cannot guarantee that there will be tickets left. Absolutely. Makes perfect sense. And we're looking forward to Friday night, looking forward to, you know, a little normalization. And even if it has to be outside, it'll be lots of fun. Yep, indeed. Thank it will. you, thank you, thank you for everything that you do. We will uh, definitely have you back in the spring to talk about your musical and mark your calendars for Desdemona in the Afterlife, December 10th through the 12th, and look on the website close to the date for all the details. Fabulous. Thank you.
Thank you, Kelly. You're welcome. Thank you. A new, part, a new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new. Press subscribe. Tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Brianna and Emily. Thank you again, Kelly, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.